All right, guys, welcome to Roll or Die. We are pounding out the episode. There's a lot of fun. And today we have a really good friend of mine and the guy who probably BJJ wouldn't exist for me if I had not met him. His name is Lenny. He's an awesome guy. He's a black belt out of the Gold Coast. I think he's living on the Gold Coast at the moment. Welcome, Lenny. Welcome. Thanks a lot for having me along. Awesome, buddy. And we've also got Kim. Kim's the co-host on this show. Welcome, Kim. Hey, guys. Nice to meet you, Lenny. So this is actually the first time that I am meeting Lenny. I've heard much about this famous guy <laughs> who uh, put put Anton onto the path. So, yeah, In, finally put a face to the name. Infamous, yes. <laughs> yes. Nice to meet you, yeah, Tony. You, you are on the Gold Coast, is that right, Lenny? Is that where you're? Yeah, where that's you're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Northern Gold Coast. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. All right, so why I have all of this food in front of me is because, oh, it smells so good, but I have not had a single calorie since um, Monday, and I started at 8 a.m. Monday. Lenny, you've been talking about fasting for ages, um, and then another friend said, have you tried a seven-day water fast? I actually don't think I'm going to go seven days, but I'm definitely going to, I think I can make it to three, which is going to be like, I don't know what that is, 72 hours or something like that. Um, and I'm feeling all sorts of things, but I feel pretty freaking awesome, man. You, you've had a, you, you've done a lot of fasting preparing for MMA fights and that sort of stuff, haven't you, or just in general? Yeah, I, I did uh, intermittent fasting for uh, close to three years. I did it for a good solid two years, and then I uh, sort of dropped off after that. But um, I took the um, I took the uh, the approach where I'd, ta- I'd fast every day. So uh, I, I did the the uh, six. What is it? Sixteen and and um, and nine. Yeah. Yeah, sixteen so, and eight. Yeah, sixteen and eight. eight. Yeah. It, it was either eight or nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so how did, did you find that with with your training? Were you still training MMA at the time? Yeah, I was. So I actually, um, I did it to get down to weight originally for my last fight, and um, it uh, like it, it stripped the weight off me really easily. At first, training was uh, a little difficult, uh, particularly cardio. Anything that was you know real cardio focused, uh, working your engine was tough. But um, lifting weights was fine. So like, so strength training was was fine. Um, and in the end, I actually I really got used to it. It was that I had that hunger. You know, like in more ways than one, it was like, you know, if you, if you, one of my coaches said to me, the guy that put me on to um, intermittent fasting on the IF, um, he said, you know, if you want to catch a tiger, if you're going to catch a tiger, do you want to be hungry when you do it? And, and I guess, I guess you do, right? Uh, yeah. Totally. So, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So, like, I really see that in a world where, like, you can have as much food as you want, as much sex as you want, as much training as you want as much you know social media as you want as much tv as you want it's all there i'm really looking to ways i can make myself hungry i totally fucking agree man i think that's such a good point yeah yeah so yeah self-deprivation and uh, you know you can come on uh have a lot of good uh good learning experiences from that yeah yeah that's yeah. uh that's cool awesome, man. and then what did you stop like did you just get out of the routine or- yeah, basically, so uh, my goals changed as well. So um, I, I did a body recomp after that. So I was, it was all about the weight cut when I was on IF. 
Um, and then I, so then I wanted to put a bit more weight back on. Um, so, so I did some reverse dieting and then, uh, and then just got into the habit of eating breakfast really. It's, um, cause food is a lot of things too, you know, as well as being nutrients and, and fueling us, it's, um, you know, it's religious, it's social, it, it's, it's, there's so much to do with food. So yeah, basically, uh, but uh, particularly, you know, spending more and more time with my now lovely wife, I, I was wanting to eat breakfast with her as well. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was about winning points. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, winning not winning points. points. <laughs> no, 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 not winning points at all. It was it just wanting to share that time, I guess. So, yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. Breakfast is cool. It, I, it's about the only meal that I'm really awake for, really, like get, getting to my age. So. <laughs> Hey, Kim, what about you? Have you tried fasting? Yeah, I've done, um, during this um, quarantine, I've done uh, some 24-hour fasts as well, which for me, that's plenty. I mean, you know, I eat a lot and I eat often. So for me, that's uh, that's challenge enough to go 24 hours. Thank you very much. And yeah, you're right. It does certainly feel um, quite good at the end. Like that last couple of hours, you feel, I don't know, quite sharp and quite... Uh, cognitively uh, stronger or something I can't explain really but uh, I don't know how I would go for more than 24 hours it's not yeah. something I'm, I'm well, I, to. I, didn't. I mean obviously we Kim and I don't like to talk too much in these plenty because we feel like you know people want to get to know our guests better but one of the things I've really noticed for myself is that it's like you know if you've got a car and you've got petrol and LP gas in it and it's like you switch over the power system one power system is different to the other, but I really noticed, for example, that in the last couple of days, because my energy has been lower, I've had to focus on more. what's more important, you know, not just getting everything done. I've had to really kind of think, okay, what do I need to get done today? Um, and I've definitely also noticed, um, well, a, a weight drop. I've dropped two kilos, and it doesn't feel like it's water weight. You know, it feels like it's something else. Like I can feel my body working on itself and I'm, I don't need much sleep. I think one of the things which I found fascinating was, you know, if I imagine back to caveman times, you wouldn't obviously eat an abundance of food all the time, I imagine. You'd go out, you'd make a kill, then you'd wait, you know, you'd have to catch something else before you ate it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I need less sleep because I, and I imagine that if I was in those times, I would need that, I would need less sleep because I'd need to go out and hunt more. You know, I'd need to, and probably at night. So at night, I'm not getting a lot. I'm only sleeping like five hours or something like that. But I still wow, feel okay. pretty good. Yeah, I still feel pretty. Like I'm yeah, not good. hungry. Like I can be around all this. It, yeah. it doesn't forget anything about that about hunger for me. Oh, we've just lost Lenny. Lenny, we've just uh, lost your. Uh... Yeah. Oh, no, we, there you go. You're back. You're yeah, back. I just had, just had a phone call coming through. Yeah, ah, cool. Cool, well, maybe it's and a sign, about, Antoine. Um, you need to stop game. talking and start talking to our guest a bit more. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, what about, um, MMA weight cutting? Like, what are your thoughts around all that stuff? So, uh, around weight cutting or around yeah, like, like in, in general, weight. MMA weight cutting, good or bad? Because yeah. I think that's a polarizing yeah. topic. And also, yeah. then why do people do water weight cutting versus fasting? So, uh, the, the so the that's the easiest answer. So cutting water means you'll uh, you'll be heavier on the scale. So you're not really it, when, when you're fasting, you're going to be chewing into muscle sores as well. You know, maybe not a lot if you're doing if you're doing it correctly. It depends on how long the fast is for. 
but uh, you will you will chew into those. You'll chew into your uh, your glycogen stores as well. So muscle glycogen, you'll use that up. Whereas with a with a water cut, you're basically just dehydrating yourself so that you can, you know, uh, remain as big as you possibly can for the weight class. But in my opinion, personally, my best fights were when I really didn't cut much weight at all. You know, um, but that was that's just a personal thing too. Uh, I think in the past, so when I started fighting. There was there, there uh, began to be a really big focus on weight cutting. If you weren't, you know, he who was cutting the most weights was winning fights. But um, these days, it, there's really a, a, a shift away from that. You see guys stepping up to stepping up to a weight class above them and just cleaning house. You know, it's um, yeah. uh, I personally, I think it's where the fighter feels best themselves and, and comfortable themselves. You do have to generally drop it, you know, drop at least a couple of kilos to make a weight bracket. But um, but yeah. It's, it's, uh, I, I think you'll see it shift more and more away. You know, um, there'll, there'll always be uh, like you know wrestlers in M- ex collegiate wrestlers in MMA that that are used to those huge huge weight cuts um, that will probably still be performing them. But I think for the the um, you know for the majority of the MMA punters around, I, th- I think there's going to be less and less. Yeah. Yeah, cool, buddy. Yeah. Great. And what about um, like your because just I mean we obviously started and launched straight into weight and into, into fasting and and MMA etc. But as I said, I met you through BJJ, and um, it's been an amazing journey for you. It's been a oh man, yeah, it has. It sure has. Yeah, BJJ has been a a cruel mistress. Yeah, it's a, no, no, it's been it's been fantastic. I, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change uh, uh, um, any of it. I wouldn't change any of it. So how long have you been training? When, when did you start? Um, I started in 2002. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, I started doing Kung Fu and, um, the, 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 um, the people I trained uh, Kung Fu with were, had the, the foresight and the, you know, the, the knowledge about fighting to know that, you know, you, you, you can't sort of, uh, get everything you need out of one discipline. And, um, so, so my, my, my instructor was, uh, Rick Spain, super Rick Spain from Sydney. And, um, and he's, you know, he had a competitive kickboxing career himself uh, was undefeated won a, a world title in those days when you used to have to wear uh, long pants uh, to be able to, to fight and they had kick counts and stuff like that so um you know i had a pretty good pedigree into into this thing and he he was a uh, he took up uh, bjj and ran with it he was training under john will um received his black belt not long ago um from john and um so that's where i started so yeah Awesome. And do you like, it, it took you, like there was a fair while to, I don't know what it was to brown belt, then there was a gap and then there was the black belt. Yeah. What, what, yeah. Your, like, what are the highlights and the, I guess the lowlights, if you want to talk about that? Like what, 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 what stands out to you from your BJJ journey that would be a takeaway for people who are on that, who are committed to getting their black belt? Yeah. What, what stands out to you? Man, it's a it's a different landscape these days. It really is. You know, there's so much depth in in um you know in Australia. Uh, uh, there's the you know my first ever BJJ comp. There was uh, a blue belt match. Yeah, a blue belt match, and the whole comp 
the whole comp stopped to watch. And uh, one, one of the blue belts was an older gentleman, you know, he was, he actually, he was, uh, it ended up like not at the time, but in the future, I was uh, his his younger brother, his younger brother's student, and um, yeah, sorry, his older brother's student, and um, yeah, it's it, this, you know, he said he would have been about about fifty odd, and uh, still did really well. I'm not sure if he won or, or lost the match, but it was, it was going against a twenty odd year old guy, and uh, yeah, so we we didn't have that, you know, we didn't have that uh, depth of knowledge at our fingertips. We also uh, YouTube wasn't really a thing, and and um, uh, most of your stuff used to come on, you know, VHS or DVD over the uh, by by ship. So it was, um, yeah, it was pretty different. It, it, uh, someone get a vi- get a video and dub it and pass it around to the whole whole class, the whole uh, gym. So yeah, it was, and then everyone would be doing those attacks for months. So <laughs> yeah, right. but um. Yeah, it's uh, so so highlights. You know, it's it's impossible really to pick. I guess you can say uh, getting a, a belt, but every belt was special in its own way. You know, blue belt was really special to me because I wasn't a white belt finally, and then purple because you know when you're a purple belt, you're meant to be a killer, right? You're meant to be pretty good and invincible. Brown, yeah. That's right, and um, and then brown was was just this like big relief. It was like oh, I'm a, I'm a brown belt now, and but also like pressure. It's like black belts are next, and black was really really interesting. Yeah, it was um, it was kind of like a not 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 a sense of completion, but a sense of like oh, what do I do now? Like I mm-hmm. I you know all I have to do is really not die, and I get given. Forget given degrees, stay on the mat and yep. don't die. And, yep. and um, so, so I started looking for a new challenge, I guess, in, in a sense, right. and, and stop rolling. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Like a blue belt, but all over again when they stop rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stop so, rolling. when did you get your black belt? Um, How long have I you been got, black? Uh, I got my black belt in 2015, so I'm, uh, okay. I'm first year so. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is a little bit like that. Is your journey similar? Yeah, well, I definitely agree that blue belt is, I think it's akin to black belt, that it's just like amazing. It, it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't do jiu-jitsu what a blue belt actually means, that it's sort of like the equivalent of a black belt in another martial art because it's a couple of years usually and... I just felt like you just get bashed so much at white belt that it's so nice to finally achieve something, even though you're still often getting bashed at blue belt, but in a different way. And then I actually think, and I think we've talked about this a bit, Antoine, that for me, purple belt was probably my favorite belt so far because I felt like I could hang with those higher belts with the browns and purples, uh, uh, browns and blacks sometimes if you were having a good day and they were having not such a good day. And I know now as a black belt myself, the purples are the ones to watch that come like snipers. (laughs) They come hungry. (laughs) They want that tap. Um, And I don't know, for me, brown, I didn't enjoy as much because uh, I didn't feel like, I felt like it was not a nothing belt, but it was sort of just such an in-between belt that I wasn't quite there. You're not quite at the top of the mountain, so to speak, but yeah. you're also, I probably, I didn't have much success at competition as a brown belt. So I probably didn't enjoy that. Whereas at purple belt, I had a good, um, some good success. So I could probably say I enjoyed that. Um, and black, well, it's only been not even a year for me that I've been a black belt and 
well, the last two months don't even count really, do they? So <laughs> haven't been rolling. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's so far I've enjoyed the black belt, obviously the, the eight or so months, 10 months I've had of it, but, um, I don't plan to stop. No, I'm going to, going to yeah. keep rolling and, uh, get hopefully more than just, uh, the stripes for the being on the mat. I want to, I want to get back out there and, um, give it a go. Hopefully we can be all back on the mat soon, sooner than later. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. And Lenny, transition. Um, you and I had the pleasure of opening up a, a little gym to make a difference to people. What, what yeah. are your memories of transition? But it, it's still a thing, you know, it's still a thing. So, um, yeah, the, the memories that I have, like, um, man, it, it was a, that was a, a a really cool point in my life and uh, uh, you know that was where I, I think I really started to become a man you know uh, and and started to realize the importance and giving back to the community and, and stuff like that and and, um, and also um, you know uh, it's recognize that it's, it's more than just uh, about doing it to feel good or to look good or anything like that. It's, it's, it's about actually trying to make a change with something, with something you believe in. So, and, uh, you know, it, it's also, it was also realizing for me that if, if Hey, if, I, if I'm like this, um, perhaps there's other people out there that are the same way and, and sure enough, so there, of course there is. So, so yeah, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, just for those listeners out there, what we did was we raised a bunch of money with a GoFundMe, we opened, we found, Lenny found a space on the Gold Coast and he started people free who were recovering from um, dependencies. Started giving them jiu-jitsu as an opportunity, which was just an amazing project. And there was a big working bee. We went up to the Gold Coast, or I went up to the Gold Coast, and, you know, we got to work on that. And, and just, it was just such a, a feel-good project. And then yeah. we're on that journey to an actual uh, gym for you, didn't it, that you were... That you yeah, customers with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, and and you know, and that's in a transition at the moment too. You know, there's a couple of guys that um that I was training last year that that uh, are looking to still train with me, but I'm I'm focusing on on people that want to compete. So uh, these these guys want to compete and they want to fight as well. So uh, so it's kind of uh, taking a bit of a different direction. And and you know. Uh, Funny you should mention it. I'm actually headed back towards community work with it in the future as well, because I I still believe in that. You know, I still, I still really believe that as young men, um, we we you know we benefit tremendously from that uh, from that rough and tumble play and from the all the good things that come from jiu-jitsu. You know, the 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 self-esteem, the problem solving under pressure, the uh, you know, you're getting someone else to sweat in your mouth and, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and shaking it off. Yeah, absolutely. The community, you know, the, the jiu-jitsu community is, um, is one of the great things that it has to offer. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And, and when you said that you're the black belt, you know, you got there and then you said look for a new challenge. Is this the new challenge? Is training people to compete for new challenge? No, I, no, that was always, that was always something. So I, I only ever... Board. 
Well, I've enjoyed fighting, but I fought for a couple of reasons. But the main reason I fought was because I, I, I wanted to coach. And I figured, you know, what for me personally, I know, I know there's guys around that, that do it quite successfully. For, for me personally, if I was wanting to coach people on, on how to fight or how to compete, or even if it was self-defense, I'd want to have had a few fights myself to, to experience it. So, um, so it was always, uh, always something I wanted to do. In recent times, it's um, kind of, you know, having a family now and stuff like that, it, it, it changes you and it changes you for the better, you know, or for me personally, for the better. And it's um, so a little bit of a, a shift in, in direction uh, career-wise, but, um, but not um, – that's still something that I, I, I you know, that I, I enjoy doing. So it's, rather than having it as a, a way of – of, uh, to support my lifestyle, it's uh, it'll be something I do as an extracurricular activity. Yeah, yeah got yeah. it, man. Got it. Yeah. Beautiful. And Kim, do you have any further questions for the amazing Lenny? <laughs> no, but it's great to finally um, put a face to the name. As I said, Anton's uh, raved about you for years, so hey, yeah, yeah. It's been great to great to finally see you. We did say that I'd maybe you know go up to the Gold Coast at one point but uh who knows when those borders will ever open and i will get back yeah. to the gold coast but uh yeah it's great to to finally see you so thank you for coming on yeah great to meet you too too kim it's um it, it's fantastic to see female black belts in australia now right thank it's you. uh you know you guys are kicking ass that's so cool it's yeah. um yeah it, it's uh uh, I believe BJJ is such a tremendous uh, sport or self-defense for women, but there they're just, they're just isn't enough doing it at the moment, right? Where, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember when I started, like, a bit like what you were saying, there was, you know, as a white belt, you'd be like, oh, there's a female purple belt. Oh, my God, wow. So yeah. It's amazing that there's like 30-odd female black belts now. And, 30, um, wow. Yeah, and another sort of five or so years hopefully we'll get up close to the hundred if everybody just um, sticks yeah. with it so yeah really good. that's awesome yeah, yeah. That's awesome and, and maybe any, like any any like we didn't also go into the realms of when we met and we met you were like coaching Kickboxing was it was it Muay Thai? And it, yeah, it was, it was it was kickboxing for MMA. Yeah, so it was it was um we we had a bit of an odd uh, timetable at that point. It was really MMA classes, but we'd uh, we'd just call some of them kickboxing because we'd do more more partner work or more more kickbox drills and those. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. My yeah. memory is it was just around the corner for me. I'd come and visit you. It was the most. Yeah, you know, it was a really interesting time. Like the UFC had had gotten me into the idea of MMA. And then I just realized pretty soon that I didn't want to be punched in the face a lot. And yeah, you were great, <laughs> fantastic as a coach, brother. I just want to thank you. You are, like, I've got two BJJ dads, you know? <laughs> like, like, you're my first BJJ dad. Oh, and thanks, then, you know, I got like second BJJ dad. Maybe Kim, you could be my BJJ mum. Oh, <laughs> right, uh, yeah, that's getting a bit weird now, come on. <laughs> It's, uh, uh, I think I'm younger than you, so you know, let's not go there. <laughs> it is a real privilege to to be able to do that, though. You know, it's a privilege to be able to to give. Uh, well, not give. It just be part of someone's journey when they, yeah. you know, in in, in uh, jujitsu, especially yeah. when they uh, when they take it on like you do, Anton. Like you know, you're uh, yeah, yeah. You've just jumped in, boots and all. It's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. really, yeah. Thanks again yeah. for being on today, Lenny. You're the best. 
Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you, you're the best. Uh, more than yeah. welcome. I really enjoyed it. Just to let you know, Lenny, I sort of said, let's have someone interesting on. So, yeah, you were you were Antoine's <laughs> first choice. So, yeah, oh, we thanks, wanted to man. do that. That's so, cool. yeah, great to, great to finally meet you. Yeah, you too. Wow. Thanks, Ben. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Okay, guys. All right. Take care. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.